along. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up, man? The real coach JB here. Another slap dick podcast coming at you here on YouTube Live. Podcast, Spotify, Apple, Apple, iTunes, Apple, Google, all that shit. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts at. Check it out. All my uh, YouTube subscribers, hit the like button, follow, subscribe today. I appreciate everybody being on here. Lots to discuss, lots to talk about. Uh, title of this show today is Buyer's Remorse. So does Jacksonville Jaguars owner got Buyer's Remorse for the Urban Meyer situation. Does the Yankees, do the Yankees have buyer's remorse for the $300 million pitcher who couldn't get out of the second inning? Plus, buyer's remorse, as you know, I'll hit it with the real buyer's remorse life in general. So we're going to discuss it all. Um, quote of the day, man. Let me get you to the quote of the day. Fear. You know, I'm an acronym guy, man. Um I've always had acronyms everywhere I go, all over my offices, in the weight rooms, coach's office, my my podcast room, my theater, everywhere I go, there's always a quote or something that I try to think of, being unique with it. And fear, F-E-A-R, right, has two meanings in my opinion. Um, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. That's always been my fear model. Um, I've always used that. And I live by it. Stogie's being a slap dick. But anyway, uh, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. Fear. Which one are you? What fear do you have? Do you Are you the one that fucking forgets everything and runs or you, do you face everything and rise? And that's just the difference uh, in, in society right now. And that's the difference in people. I don't give a fuck what people say. Um... There's two types of fear, man. I'm just being real with you. So, anyway, buyer's remorse title of the show. Um, there's a lot to discuss on the, about the buyer's remorse. We all have buyer's remorse at some point. Some have seller's remorse. I already did a show on seller's remorse. This one's buyer's remorse. And, you know, little hot takes, a few things that happened today. I know I'm not the newsbreaker at all. I don't try to be. I just give it a real perspective on everything that's happened in the last 24 hours. You know, Stephon Gilmore obviously has been injured. Great corner, possibly the best corner in the NFL right now. He gets cut by the Patriots this morning, but not really. You know, Bill Belichick's going to do some things that's going to finagle and ruffle feathers in a way that's only going to benefit the Patriots. They did a sign-and-trade some type of way with the with the Panthers, which only makes them even a better team. So... The Panthers gets uh, Stefan Gilmore today in some pretty big news. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's a different little deal. Um, so we'll see how that works out for the Panthers, uh, Stefan Gilmore. Um, so does Yankee pitcher last night. Uh, well, first, before I get to that, Dodgers Cardinals play tonight. You know, I'm an L.A. fan, Dodger fan, Ram fan, Laker fan, Kings fan. 
Fuck the Clippers. Fuck the Angels. Fuck the Mighty Ducks. I'm a true L.A. fan. All right. So people, if you're not from L.A., you don't understand. If you're in Orange County, some motherfucking place, you're an Angel fan or some type of fucking Mighty Duck fan or some slapdick fucking Clipper fan. Because they're all fair weather fans. Every motherfucking one of you are some fair weather fan that just the Clippers won. Uh, they had some decent seasons, even though they still fucking they can't get past the Western Conference Finals. It's ironic how many Clipper fans pop up on in L.A. Motherfucker, I know fans. I know boys of mine that started jumping on the Clippers. I'm like, you motherfuckers are sorry. I don't give a fuck if my team is the worst team every year. If that's my team, I'm sticking to it. Fuck jumping around and all that shit. That shit is crazy. But anyway, um, Dodgers Cardinals tonight. Um, Muncie's hurt for the Dodgers. Yeah, it's fucked up. Dodgers missing Kershaw. Scherzer's on the mound. I still think at the end of the day, it's too much money's being put in the Dodgers. The Dodgers still get it done. I'm a Dodger diehard fan anyway. I don't watch baseball until the playoffs start, so this will be my first real Dodger game that I watch. But I got the Dodgers, man, uh, in convincing fashion, by the way. I just think they're going to do it for Muncie. Um, freak accident. Um, so a few things. So has anybody noticed all the fucking oil fucking leaks all of a sudden? So I don't know if you know, if you're from California, Orange County is just getting riddled with oil leak um some major oil leak down here in orange county they shut down all the beaches um and then today i don't know if you notice if you're in texas texas city has a big oil leak it looks sabotage shit like if you see the shit it looks like a perfectly good design hole was in the one in texas today or uh today yesterday you got uh you got these fucking big time one that pops up in, in Orange County. Actually, last Friday it happened, and they just found out Saturday over the weekend. So it's kind of fucked up. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I heard Texas has it a lot. So um, it's kind of fucked up. But it seems like there's some sabotaging going on. All of a sudden, the government's broke, going to be broke, starting to announce that we're going to be broke. And then all of a sudden, boom, oil leaks. What does that do? Well, you start to understand it's going to raise gas prices and shit even more than they already are. Now you got some fucking excuses for it, and you're going to try to gain money any fucking way you can. They're already doing it with the fucking vaccine and all this other old shit, so it is what it is. Kyrie Irving is still in the side factor if he's going to play this year. Now, you know I ain't breaking no news, and you know I don't like that motherfucker. I think he's a cowardly fucking bitch. And you know, I only call men bitches. I don't ever call women them unless they deserve it. But you know, women, I know you don't deserve it like you get called it. But, you know, there's a bunch of cowardly fucks that call you it. Um, at the same time, Kyrie Irving's a bitch. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it funky all the way funky. He's a bitch. You got these motherfuckers that are getting fired at in the hospital right now for not taking the vaccine that show up to work every day during a pandemic, frontline workers, and you just said, fuck you, shit on them, fire them. But you got this motherfucker making $150 million and he can't show up to work? He's that entitled and privileged? 
Last year it was the fucking Middle East. I'm going to go over to the Middle East. No, you're not, motherfucker. You ain't going to go to the Middle East. Go get some heat then. Show up on the front line in the Middle East and fight then, motherfucker. Your fucking ass has every excuse there is to miss fucking work. Like, you can't be more of a selfish motherfucker. And it ain't about selfish just within yourself. It's selfish because you understand where the fuck we're at right now in America. We're in a pandemic and you motherfuckers understand that there's some frontline workers at Walmart, at your grocery store locally, that is serving us every day and risking their selves. But your fucking ass can't make a hundred. You, you can't go to work and you make over a fucking two hundred million dollars. If I was KD, even though he's another motherfucker I don't like, you got to. I would be like, motherfucker, you you said we're doing this together, dog. What's cracking? Like, why the fuck? Where are you at? Like, why ain't he calling them out? See, leaders create more leaders. They don't create more followers. These motherfuckers ain't no leaders. That's why I told you Brooklyn ain't never going to win no shit. James Harden's a follower. KD's a follower. Kyrie's a bitch-made follower. And now you got three followers, and you got a head coach who just coached his first NBA season who never even deserved the job. And you got this motherfucker who's another leader who's trying to figure out, or another follower trying to create himself as a leader. He don't know how to be a leader yet as an NBA head coach. He's never managed people like this. He's led on the court. Total different deal when you got fucking three $200 million motherfuckers' egos you got to deal with as a coach. He's finding out real quick it's a whole nother ball game. I heard today that the Nets offered to move practice facilities closer to where Kyrie is. I said, dog, you got me fucked up. You, well, I wish a motherfucker would ask me to move my entire program closer to where your motherfucking ass is. Oh, my goodness. For them to even fucking consider it has told you why America has become the softest motherfucking place in the world. Because we even consider shit like this. Blows my motherfucking mind. Corporal punishment is what what is it what it's called now to discipline our children. Corporal fucking punishment to discipline our children. But yet you have another shooting today in Dallas Fort Worth area by a black kid when it's usually this fucking weird white fucking kid. You got a black kid shooting out of pure cowardness like motherfucker is a coward he's shooting up some uh, a part of the school because he got into a scrap and apparently got his ass whooped came back as a coward and shot up the people that were involved i guess a teacher got shot and three kids nobody died they're on the manhunt for this cat apparently he's driving around in a silver charger or some shit out of the fort worth area but you got a motherfucking cow. People are raising cowards. And you parents that are raising these motherfuckers are cowards. If you put your foot in their ass and give them some tough love and not in a fearful way. Okay. I told you this many times on these shows. I'm not here to fucking fear, make them fear me. I'm here to state that if they had some type of tough love and understanding that you got the kids back and you're not going to accept no bullshit at the same time, they will respect you a little more 
and maybe won't go shoot up a fucking school because they got their ass whooped. See, they don't have no fucking tough skin. They get they think getting clowned or getting their ass beat with fist is now going to be on social media because there's probably some video out there on a smartphone and a motherfucker took a phone and a camera and guess what? All the homies is clowning them now. Now all the girls saw him get beat down. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to show them, right? He's going to come back with a strap and shoot the school. You can't be more of a cowardly bitch-made motherfucker than you are right there. But we got 15-year-old girls shooting up schools in Florida because they're not getting disciplined at home. Don't tell me that shit ain't true. Why the fuck I don't know nobody growing up shooting up a motherfucking school? <laughs> and I would argue dollars to dimes that my upbringing was harder than motherfucking yours. But we got these motherfuckers shooting up schools like it ain't no business, nobody's business. There's a thing. A buddy of mine's a principal out here in California. He's telling me that this is the most disrespectful group of generation period and especially after coming back from the pandemic it is the worst that he's ever seen it he's saying it's unbelievable between strictly being off and then you got black versus brown especially in la see people don't really know the real black versus brown in la has always been a big thing especially long beach compton different areas how do you think the brown population feels about the black population when it came to the whole Black Lives Matter thing during the pandemic? See, motherfuckers don't want to talk about this. See, this is all buyer's remorse. The school, the education board, the fucking school board, all the Department of Education, all the unified school districts throughout the country, I've heard has been facing this deal since the pandemic and people started going back to class. In class, okay? Fuck Zoom. In class. The brown population's pissed off, kind of. The black population's getting a little more preferential treatment with the whole Black Lives Matter thing over the pandemic. So they came back and started seeing it in classroom settings now this these are principles that i know that are brown and black by the way and they're in it together obviously growing up in the inner city they, they see that it ain't the brown and black should be against each other right we all know what the real shit is but why is the black and the brown fighting so much right now because of all the time off because of how the fucking school situation is with certain people and how certain administration administrators are handling the pandemic and people are starting to have buyer's remorse and parents are sending back their shitty badass motherfucking kids to class because their ass can't raise them. They want you to babysit these motherfuckers all day long. And now what you have is people in mask, kids in mask, kids don't want to be in mask, fucking all that shit's being balled up into one big old fucking thing. And now you're having a release that's needed. And now you're having brown versus black again. And that's exactly what the motherfucking white folks want. <laughs> that's what motherfuckers don't understand. Why don't you motherfucking grown folks, brown and black and white, if you're fucking real, break down what 
the fuck is really happening and what these governmental fucking racist fucks really want. They want to see you fucking fighting and shooting each other, you fucks. <laughs> Do you not understand? There's They put out bricks for a reason out there for you to pick up and throw through windows during the pandemic. I witnessed the shit myself. I know who dropped the fucking bricks off. It wasn't black and it wasn't brown. But you motherfuckers buy in and fill in this damn stereotype that motherfuckers say about us. I say us because that's me in a nutshell. That's where I'm at. I'm from. <laughs> so why the fuck don't you guys get educated? But you only know what you know and don't know what you don't know. If grown folks who actually know the real is not preaching the fucking to the choir then guess what happens? Ignorance is life-threatening. You're going to have ignorance at all levels, and it's going to happen with brown and black, which is happening in L.A. at a huge level, and you're having a cop, a fucking police security guard, shoots a brown girl, a Hispanic, and her kid in front of the school right here in Long Beach Millican High School in Long Beach it, it made national news on TMZ she has now had the, the I hear she's had the, the the plug pulled on her this wasn't even a cop he was a campus security shoots the car and hits her in the head over a fight at school like I'm just telling you it's getting worse and worse and now guess what's happening what happened today Another shooting between a kid and some kids because he didn't want to handle it like a fucking grown up man that he says he is because they all come around saying, oh, I'm, I'm grown. No, you're fucking not grown. You ain't paid a fucking bill, a mortgage, a light bill, a house note. You ain't done shit that says you're grown. But you parents keep giving these motherfuckers. You keep enabling them by letting them pick what fucking food they want to eat, where they what they want and what they I don't want that, mom. Motherfucker, you ain't got no motherfucking choice. So I heard that they caught um, I heard that they caught the kid in, in, in Fort Worth. So I appreciate it um, with that information. Um, but anyway, man, it's crazy. We got buyer's remorse going on all over the place. Um the Yankees pitcher, right? Uh, he he has he's a three hundred twenty five million dollar contract over a nine year period. Do the math, right? He ain't struggling. But the Yankees have buyer's remorse right now, um, because this kid barely got through three innings last night and got beat by the Boston Red Sox. And everybody in America is mad at this guy right now. And all they keep bringing up, the fucking slapdick Stephen A. Smiths of the world and all these fucks, all they bring up is, you make $325 million and da-da-da-da-da. So let me break this down, okay? You can have buyer's remorse all you fucking want on, 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 on this, whole, uh, this whole fucking uh, pitcher that choked last night, whatever you want to call him, right? But let me break it down a little colder. Do we understand this motherfucker is a human? So I just want to make sure we're, we're, we're clear, right? He's not a robot. Just because a motherfucker makes $300 million does not mean that he ain't going to have a bad motherfucking day at the office. This fucking kid just had a bad day at the office and shot three motherfuckers. This 
it's a human element to this thing. All right. And I don't care if you paid him $325 million. That is a you fucking problem. It shouldn't be this guy's problem. Are you going to turn down $325 million? Any of you motherfuckers in this room? No. Anyone listening to this podcast? No. Nobody's going to turn down $325 million. So how is everyone? Now, I understand everybody's going to be mad at him because he didn't get through three innings and da-da-da-da. Well, Kershaw didn't fucking get a Super or a World Series ring for how long? And he was the best in-season pitcher maybe of all time. But he couldn't get over the hump. Last year, he finally gets over the hump. And now he's worth his money. Well, he got pulled in three innings. Y'all can't be mad at him. It's the organization, man, that paid him. So I just want to be clear. The organization paid this motherfucker this much money. And there's a human element there. And humans make mistakes and have bad days. So the point of $300 million to make is is a fucking, is a future mistake. And is a you problem. To me, like, pay him for the now. Pay these motherfuckers for the now. So you motherfuckers are starting to pay these dudes and have buyer's remorse, but then you get fucked and you get Kyrie Irving not show to practice. Ben Simmons don't show up to practice. Ben Simmons is under contract and this motherfucking prima donna can't show up because Philly fans ragged on his ass after he wouldn't shoot a fucking layup. That don't, this is how soft we've become as a, like these motherfuckers are enabled as fuck, dog. Like, there ain't no toughness being taught. And it, I can just tell you that. And I don't blame these kids. Ben Simmons is like 23, 24, 25 year old kid. Like, he only knows what he knows. Kyrie's older. This motherfucker's what, 31? He should fucking know, right? So, I don't know, man. It's To me, it's an organizational issue. You're paying these dudes this money. How about you put it in contract that you have to correct, meet these criteria to get this money? So you get paid per year, however much you come up with. But you have to meet. It's kind of like an incentive contract that I played for when I was in fucking arena football back in the day. We played for arena uh, um, incentives. Basically, you can sign for a regular contract and just make your flat-out dollar, your base, or... Your ass can sign up for an incentive contract. And if you throw this many touchdowns, you throw this many picks, you throw this many, you get this many wins, it's a balance. It's a fucking checks and balances. If you throw for more touchdowns and yards and you get more wins, you get more money. If you throw for more picks, so basically you're gambling on yourself, right? We don't, that's the problem. That's why you've allowed these motherfuckers to get away with this so called ass fucking murder so to speak by just fucking you and everyone gets mad at these dudes that is motherfuckers getting death threats when like the soccer players motherfucker got death threats remember that shit dog it's because the organizations are putting all the onus on these players and they're fucking humans we're going to have a bad fucking day he got a bad day. So, you know, the pitcher that started for the Red Sox last night just got stroked last week by the Yankees. Last night, he fucking only gives up two runs and the fucking and it's a whole new day, right? It's like, what have you done for me lately? Fucking life we live. What have you done for me lately? But everybody's mad at the $300 million motherfucker. And <laughs> there's a human element, dog. It's not the player's issue. Don't pay them that much then. <laughs> or have it in the contract that they can only make certain amounts of money. 
until they win a playoff series or they do this or they don't do that. Like you motherfuckers are setting this this market value so high that you're fucked. So I don't know. It's Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons who pissed me off because at least motherfuckers showed up to work last night and pitched his game and earned his money regardless if he's passed or failed. Kyrie and Ben Simmons won't even show up to the motherfucking office. So <laughs> don't fucking tell me, dog, that that's not a bigger problem. Like I keep telling you, motherfuckers, that's the real pandemic. <laughs> it ain't COVID motherfucking 19. It's the way you motherfuckers are allowing this. You either coach it or you fucking allow it. We ain't coaching up shit. You got motherfucking babies shooting babies, dog. These are babies with guns. These ain't no grown motherfuckers. So all you gun people and shit want to come in. I told you about me. I hate them motherfuckers. So all you motherfuckers come in because, see, I'm from Knuckles and Guts. <laughs> you, you see me, you see me in the street. I don't want to fucking. Now, I grew up obviously where I grew up. So there was gunplay, right? But that doesn't mean that we were cowards and we were going to go shoot you in the back because you beat my ass in a fair up fight. Squared up, head on, one-on-one. -on -one. Whoever wins that fight shouldn't have to worry about getting fucking shot afterwards because you have fucking... You're a coward and you got your ass beat and now you're fucking in your feelings. Like, come on, dog. You motherfuckers are so soft. But guess what? Parents, mentors, administrators, you guys are teaching this shit to happen. Because all you fucking bill writers and voters and all you motherfuckers out here, you all fucking voted in all these things. What do you mean, coach? You voted in motherfucking corporal punishment to, as a discipline to your kid. Oh, man, my my kid got... I, I, I beat my kid's ass last night. Not figuratively speaking, I, I fucking disciplined my kid. what I do? I hit him with a belt in the ass, the fucking leather part maybe, or I went across and smacked the back of his neck. Who knows, right? Oh man, my kid called fucking social services on me and they told they arrested me for corporal punishment. <laughs> That's you lawmakers out there that have created this fucking monster. You motherfuckers keep creating this soft ass fucking shit and you wonder why the shit's getting worse. You wonder why motherfuckers are shooting up schools. So you, you motherfuckers know and wondering why we have a pandemic on our hands with disrespectful fucking kids who haven't paid a bill, haven't fucking paid anyone's college tuition, haven't fucking bought groceries for anyone a little less themselves, who when you tell them no, they suck their teeth. That's their first instinct. Suck my motherfucking teeth. And guess what you do? You buy in and give it to them. And guess what you do when you discipline your kid? You buy it in and gave it to them. You gave them a law that now they can call fucking, you can call social services on your daddy and your mama now and get them arrested. The motherfucker that brought you in this life, the motherfucker that, now listen, I understand there's shitbird parents out here. I understand there's fucking motherfuckers probably beating their kids and there's recourse, right? There's fucking 
people domestic violence rape people kids have been molested like that shit i told you guys they should be fucking castrated and dumped in vegas and fucking buried to the neck but that's a smaller majority than the global population we have to agree on that right even though the population the majority is probably getting bigger and a lot of people stay quiet trust me i know there's a lot of rape victims out there that don't come forward. A lot of molestations cases don't come forward. I get it. A lot of you women know the shit better than me. And it's unfortunate and fucked up. And you're the cowardly cunt motherfucker. Whoever touches a woman or rapes or molests any woman or a little kid if you're a pedophile. And you know how I feel about all that. The issue is motherfuckers are allowing this to not be a big deal. So... Pete, I holler at you guys, man. I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, the lawmakers are allowing it to be okay. They're not there. Oh, it's no big deal. Fuck, call on your parent now. But your parent now can't discipline the kid. Now the kid becomes what? Our motherfucking Kelly. Donald Trump. All these weirdo motherfuckers Biden and all these all oh, they're all they're all fucking the same. Just so you know, they're all pedophile motherfuckers. They're all racist. They're all fucking puppets in a puppet show. You can't tell me no different. I've seen motherfucking pictures. I've seen these motherfuckers in action as I've become so called this public figure. I've seen shit that motherfuckers will never understand. These are some weird old motherfuckers, man. They got problems. They either had so much money in their life that they said, ah, fuck it. I guess pussy ain't good enough for me. I'm going to either go get some dick or I'm going to go after some young ass or young boys. And you see a huge catastrophic issue in America right now. Look at all the fucking... Traffickers, the fucking baby trafficker. There's kids getting trafficked all over this motherfucker, and ain't nobody fucking saying. It's just oh, stay quiet. If my kid comes up missing, dog, we're gonna have a major fucking global problem. We're gonna have a real global pandemic. You motherfuckers think I'm just talking? All right, well, shit, that's the problem. You motherfuckers are taking it in the ass. You're allowing these motherfuckers. You vote for the shit. Shit, don't let me become president, dog. Shit, the first motherfucking day on office is going to be a fucking... Like, these motherfuckers don't address the country enough to me. Like, I don't give a fuck who the president is. There ain't enough for uh, assurances to America's people in the world. Like, by any president we've had, in my opinion. Like, motherfuckers should be talking to us, to, in my opinion, like once a week. Hey, dog, every week. We're here. This is a schedule. Like, I'm going to put together on a fucking United States schedule and put together a fucking format that it will structure the country back together. Motherfucker, we're going to have a weekly discussion. And I'll take questions from the fucking people. <laughs> Why has that never been thought of? Like, I don't get it. Like, you're representing the people who voted you in. Yet you can't motherfucking talk to them and let them know what's really going on. Now you're a people's president. Now you're a player's coach. Now you're this. Now you're that. Right now, motherfuckers don't trust none of you motherfuckers. And you wonder why a country's divided. Buyer's remorse. 
You bought these presidents, dog. I don't vote. So I never voted in my life. So I, I'm just telling you, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democratic. I'm an independent motherfucking thinker because I know everything that's being spooed out to us is bullshit. And I ain't going to fall for the okie doke. Slippers don't count where I'm from, homeboy. That's just what it is. But motherfuckers now want to believe every single thing they see because the narrative is being pushed by fake motherfuckers. And you all believe it because it's coming from Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC. Like, motherfuckers ain't enough independent thinkers in the world, dog. And we're all going to have buyer's remorse because none of you motherfuckers will really turn over rocks and figure out some shit. And just go with what the flow is. You just go with the flow. Like, shit. Let me get off the political tip because I hate politics. Um, Urban Meyer reminds me of players that I've, that I've had to cut. And I'm, this is real deep right here what I'm about to say. So I hope all you motherfuckers pay attention. I told you the other day, to me, in my opinion, Urban Meyer is coward. He's a coward. And I think he was spineless. Uh, my last show was called Spineless. I think for him to put his family in that situation is spineless, number one. But number two, he took, he, he's like, he reminds me of players that I've cut. Maybe you didn't see on the show or, or you did. But there's kids I've had to cut who actually really, really and true down inside cut themselves. What you mean, Coach A.B.? What I mean is they knew that I would cut them if they did A, B, or C. That was our rules. They understood it. They knew it. They've already been warned for something. They already had points accumulated on my contract. What, whatever happened, right? What it, what, it, what it may be. So what happens is they know that they're not good enough to make my team. They know that they can't have rejection they can't be told they don't want to they think their peers are going to clown them it is truly the easy way out of life and i try to tell my players like dog i'm going to be harder on you than everyone else because life is not going to be easy on you <laughs> whether you believe it or not even though life is a lot easier on these motherfuckers nowadays than it used to be but what i mean by that is like quit taking the easy road because it is the the, the, the road less traveled is not always the most conducive one it ain't always the most productive road it's always the fucking i whether bleed sweat and cry and come out of the motherfucker having been accomplished or accomplished something then have the easy way and get handed something and think that i really accomplished some shit no you didn't accomplish shit you got handed some shit that's why we got so many enabled motherfuckers out there but Urban reminds me of the kid who was embarrassed by his peers or was going to be embarrassed because he wasn't A, good enough, B, got clowned a lot because he couldn't do this in the weight room or couldn't do this on the field. or And maybe it's sadly, though, sadly, this is why I'm always the same with my kids and to keep my doors open for my players, regardless if you make my team or not. Sadly, a lot of them are embarrassed because they can't read. They can't write. They can't comprehend. They don't know how to take notes. I was once told by this old white fucking teacher in Kansas that Emmett Gooden will never pass my class because he doesn't know how to take notes. 
And I said, damn, that's crazy. Richard Sherman would have never learned how to catch a football if I didn't teach him. Like, are you fucking joking me? You Are you in Stanford, Harvard, or fucking Yale that I don't know about? Did you turn down Notre Dame as a teacher to come to Independence, Kansas, motherfucker? So that's why people didn't like me because my kids, those babies, are first. And I don't give a fuck about Netflix or fucking being filmed, as you can tell. I really didn't give a fuck. The camera never hurt me. It was the microphone, obviously, right? Because I didn't give a fuck. Because those kids were first and foremost. I didn't give a shit about being on TV. I never wanted to be on the motherfucker in the first place. But the bottom line is, those kids became, they were number one to me. And I think they knew that, obviously. And I didn't care what who was watching me. I was calling out teachers every fucking day that were horrible and racist and bad for kids and bad for people in general and didn't want to fucking teach and just wanted to collect a check. And I said, well, how about you teach him how to fucking take notes? Because he's going to go make millions of dollars when he signs an NFL check. How about we get him there? And he'll come from the slums of Memphis and get his mama and his fucking sisters and aunties out of this shithole house they live in where they fucking shit in a bucket in the backyard and he'll buy them a home. How about you teach them how to take notes and get them through the process? Because we know your degree means absolutely diddly shit. Your degree is a fucking fraud. It's a motherfucker that pays money to learn what? I ain't learned a motherfucking thing in school. Not one fucking thing have I learned in school. Everything's hands-on, experience-based, and every single job that you excel at, you're going to learn it by experience and hands-on. You ain't going to remember what the fuck calculus test that you took in fucking class, motherfucker, in the real fucking world when you're trying to sell cars. You think fucking economics class is helping you sell cars? I don't think so. I think you got to be a fucking learn how to be a hustler, and turn over some rocks and figure out how to be a fucking chameleon and sell to the white old white man, the fucking hood brother, the fucking Hispanic cat that just came from a border and the motherfucking Indian kid that just came in with his daddy. You got to learn how to talk the fucking talk and walk the fucking walk to all walks or you just starve and go fucking live on the street. You better figure out how to do it or someone will, right? Well, Urban figured out that he's not man enough to quit like a man and resign and say that he couldn't, he wasn't the man for this position. Instead, he's going to go finger a booty in a bar, not fly back with his own team, which is a slap in their face, have a meeting with group position groups instead of having a full on team meeting. And that just tells me he wants out and he wants to be cut or for his instance, fired. He wants to be fired. So let's fire my motherfucking ass. But then I think he found out that, okay, Jacksonville has buyer's remorse in hiring me, but fuck, they might have an out not having to pay my motherfucking ass. Remember, I got people all over the league, and I know a lot of people coaching and playing. And I've heard some things. I think that the owner found a clause that said, well, you fucking dishonored your contract by doing this, this, and this. And I think I can fire you for cause. Meaning, I don't got to pay you all out. I don't got to pay for every single dollar. 
Now, today, if you notice, Urban has a full-on team meeting, and now he's probably scratching and clawing to try to win his team back over, which I don't believe is going to happen. I think players already saw the bullshit. They didn't. See, when you walk onto a plane in the NFL, if you never, if you don't know, you walk onto the plane, and in the first few seats, it's usually like management. Uh, at the four-year level, it's like boosters, car boosters, people that own certain car lots. You go on the flight or, you know, you got your, your DFO, football operations guys. You got your stat people. And then you got your ADs and head coaches, okay, and coaches, when the team in the NFL walks on there, usually it's your head coaches on there and his assistants and some people. You don't see him on the plane. And you go, after you just lost, and you go sit out on the plane, and he don't come on the plane, and you take off, and you land in Florida from Cincinnati, and your leader, your so-called leader ain't on the fucking plane. You have lost that room, period. I don't give a fuck what you say. You can come back and have a half-ass apology and say this and say that. And then the owner comes out and the owner's really in a fucking catch-22 because guess what? He's a he's like, fuck, we put all this money in. We're going to do this Urban Meyer way. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. All for the city. We're going to do this. And now he's like, fuck, if I fire him, I'm basically starting right back over again. We're the laughing stock. But you are the laughing stock already. Like, it just, just four years ago, you guys were in the AFC championship game. Like, you guys had the, one of the best defenses in the NFL. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think they got buyer's remorse. I think that he's a cat that can't hack it. I think that he wanted to fire himself, and that's an easy way out. And I think that it's crazy, man. I really think it's crazy. This shit is crazy. He has tapped out but don't want to quit. And he wants fired, period. And what better time to do it when USC's sitting there open? USC jobs open, but does USC have any integrity at all to say, nah, you fingered this 23-year-old on stage. I don't know how I feel about you coming around my college kids, you weird motherfucker. That's the problem about it. And... <laughs> I don't know, man. Motherfuckers hire our bridles back in high school, though. So who knows? I guess white privilege does matter for some. Not for all. But we've already had this discussion. I, you know, I don't know. It's going to be very fucking interesting. Um, I'm curious to see it. I think he's out. I, I personally think he's out. Um, and, and Jacksonville was showing some improvement. That's the cold part. They were showing some improvement, but I don't know, man. It's a fucking weird deal. I, I just think it's a weird deal. I don't know if you guys, I got slapdick of the week, man. I got I to gotta break this down. I got to show you my slapdick of the week uh, deal. I posted it. Some of you guys all seen it. Here we go, slapdick You is slapdick pretty Why much. Why you call me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> so slapdick of the week. Um... I got this video, okay? Two high, two two JUCOs in California. Um, two JUCOs in California. Before we, before I start there, this my boy in here, R Rex Seven, said she was a dime. He would risk it all too. 
Then you a dumb motherfucker, dog. You are as ignorant as that motherfucker. Dog, I just told you leaders create more leaders. Come on, homie. Right, Rack, your profile picture shows a black cat. Are you a brother? Come on, dog. I need to know. There's no fucking way that you like that little skinny white girl that looked like she was 14 years motherfucking old. I got a 22-year-old, dog. That motherfucking girl looked like she was weighed 80 pounds. You like a skinny-ass motherfucker like that? God damn. You got to be shitting me, dog. Motherfucker, you need to get checked if you like that fucking girl. That motherfucker look like a baby. I would never fuck. This motherfucking perverted ass 60-year-old is trying to finger her booty. She ain't had no booty. She was, he was fingering bone, motherfucker. That motherfucker, that shit. You risking it all. Damn, dog. Hey, ignorance is life-threatening, homie. More power to you. Um. Anyway, I'm going to show you. I'm going to share this screen with y'all. And I want you to see this video. California has JUCOs, all right, just so we're clear. A JUCO in California, Santa Ana Community College, beat the shit out of L.A. Pierce, 83 to nothing, all right? And uh, I posted on Twitter because there was a kid that got beat 83 to nothing that went over into the opposing locker room and danced with their motherfucking asses. And you got to peep this out. So the kid in red right here in gray is a player from the opposing team chilling with the team that just beat him 83 to fucking nothing. Now, and then this coach finally got him and yelled at him and got him out of there. But you got to be shitting me that this is where we are now in society, dog. This is accepted shit. You motherfuckers are cool with this nowadays. Like, that shit is disturbing, dog. Like, this shit right here is accepting softness. Like, we're, we're fucking accepting this shit. And you cannot tell me. Like, I, I always defend the babies, right? I always tell the kids, man, you know, somebody taught your ass that shit. Because, like, racism. Racism is a learned trait. I don't give a fuck, right? You, you can't fucking tell me it's not. Well, ignorance is learned. I don't believe you're born ignorant. I believe you learn how to be ignorant. My boy in the room here, fucking R-Rex 7, that motherfucker learned to be ignorant and like skinny little white girls, right? He learned that. He didn't and wasn't born that motherfucking way. So he learned how to do that shit or like that shit from someone of his boys or somebody or whoever or it's the going thing or ignorance is life threatening. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. And it is learned. It is learned. But anyway, that motherfucker dog learned to be soft. Somebody allowed it and didn't coach it long enough. Period. But, oh no, whatever. Um, let me ask you guys, if anyone out there, who makes their bed up every morning? Every single morning, whoever's in this room, please let me know. Do you all make your bed? I'm a firm believer in this theory. Like, I learned it when I was young. 
if you can't get up to make your bed in the morning, you're already behind in life. Period. You don't make your bed. So GL Hockey Coach 8, he says he doesn't never make his bed. So let me ask you something. And listen, this is all perspective. Some of you motherfuckers may not make your bed, and you may be millionaires, right? And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what I'm telling you is, I bet you the percentage is low. Because a lot of shit's inherited. A lot of shit is not earned. A lot of people that make a lot of money that that earn, that did not earn a lot of money that got it handed to them are the most enabled, soft people I've ever met. I know a billionaire who cannot handle not one piece of adversity because he's never fucking had to. I buy my life. I buy my fucking deliveries. I buy this. I own you. That's his fucking thought process. So here's my philosophy on this. First of all, don't ever let the alarm clock wake you up. Don't ever let the alarm clock be the only way and reason you wake up. I used to tell Bobby Bruce that every day, right? If an alarm clock is your only reason to wake up, you are already fucked and probably losing in life. (laughs) I haven't used an alarm clock in probably, I don't even know if I've ever used one, man, to be honest with you. My mind was always ticking and running for the next day to be great or to learn something or have something figured out or think about what I had to do to get better tomorrow. So I would lightly sleep, but at the same time, my mind is thinking about what the fuck I'm going to do to get better tomorrow. So I didn't need an alarm clock. Motivation was my alarm clock. If you can't make up your bed in the morning, means to me you're running behind A, so you're already fucked. B, you're lazy And it tells me a lot about you that you're not going to really go out and grind and hustle any fucking way if you can't make up your own bed. And I'm a clean freak. I hate a dirty fucking place. I don't want to see shit dirty. Like, I don't even like nothing. And people come over and say like, dog, how the fuck is your house so fucking clean and bomb? It looks like a model home every day. And you got five motherfucking dogs. Like my garage is spotless. My backyard is spotless. My fucking house is spotless. Yeah, I got five dogs, motherfucker. It takes, it's called fucking whatever. It's it's called, what do you want in life? Like, (laughs) are you going to accept some shit? Are you going to do some shit? Like, I I ain't going to accept shit. I'm going to go out and figure a way out how to do it. It's called results-oriented life, meaning I'm going to fucking figure it out. We either win or we lose. There ain't no gray area. I ain't going to fucking have my dog sleep in my room, too, on the floor in their own little dog beds, all five of them. So please, motherfuckers, walk into my room one day. But if you can't make up your fucking bed in the morning, you're behind in life, period, And your fucking day is starting off on a whole bad fucking note already. (laughs) And I just truly believe that shit. I've known every single person I know that don't make their bed up in the morning is living day-to-day checks. They're living day-to-day and don't know where their next motherfucking meal's coming from. And these are grown-ass people. I'm just being real. Simple thing like that. People are like, ah, JB, that don't mean shit. It might not mean shit to you, dog, but I'm telling you, 
If you look through it subconsciously, that motherfucker actually means some shit. Because everyone I know fucking don't make their bed is fucked in life. I'm just telling you. Um, I agree. It is more than just making your bed. It's how you take on life. Jukebox kid. I truly believe that shit. But that's just me. Um, hey, man, forget everything and run or do you face everything and rise? <laughs> Fear. That's the two meanings. I don't give a fuck what you say. But it is what it is. But that kid from Pierce that went into that locker room, that slapstick of the week, man, he got he deserves it and got it. So I'm in the show on this note, man. I don't know if you guys heard. I don't know if you saw. The Denver Broncos played the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens pretty much dominated the game from the onset. And Vic Fangio, the head coach for, for uh, Denver, was basically 37-year NFL veteran coach. Um. Basically, um, fucking sucked his teeth, threw his headset down, and had a temper tantrum when Harbaugh called a run play for Lamar Jackson so the team would have a record of 100-yard games in a row. They broke the record for having the most 100-yard rushing games in a row. So they had like 94 yards. They needed six yards. It was the last play of the game. And they ran the fucking ball in a safe manner. And they pulled the O-line. And they ran straight up fucking pin and pull. Got the QB on the edge. And he slid in bounds. And they got the record. And Vic Fangio for the Broncos basically threw his headset. Started sucking his teeth. And cried about it afterwards. And I was in shock about it because of the fact that, to me, that's a you problem. And that sums up, we got old, grown folks now, is now starting to become enablers and allowing people to see their deficiencies. You just sucked your teeth and cried and bitched and moaned in front of a bunch of other grown men. And guess what they're going to do now? They're going to fucking cry and bitch and moan because the leader's creating more followers, not more fucking leaders like you should be. You know, if I'd have told you, you saw it on Netflix. We got our ass beat for some reason because I knew we had the best team, but we still don't mean that doesn't mean we had the most talent. That doesn't mean we had the best team. And Netflix was a huge problem with that because everybody wanted to be fucking actors, right? Coaches of mine that I had to fire, administrators, teachers on campus. Everybody wanted to be on fucking camera. Well... That's why I cut so many motherfuckers and fired so many motherfuckers. But Harbaugh and Fangio were talking before the game like no problem. And now Fangio, 37-year-old NFL vet, has beef now. But the way I see it is the only coach has beef. It's the one who couldn't stop the other one. (laughs) Am I wrong here? Like the motherfucker that got beef is the one that lost. It's usually that way. See, if that would have happened to my guys, I would have brought them in the team room and I would have said, listen... Stop sucking your teeth and bitching. It's my job. We got beat. How about you motherfuckers stop the motherfucking run? And then we wouldn't be talking about this shit. But you could not stop the other team. We're in the NFL, Coach Fangio. We're not in fucking high school or junior Pop Warner. So we got to take a knee now? Motherfucker, if I could score 90 on you, I'll score 90 on you. You motherfuckers all get a hefty paycheck. The last time I checked. You motherfuckers get paid to stop them. 
These motherfuckers get paid to score on you. Now, who has the biggest nuts? And let's go. Coaches in the same regard. Vic Fanjo, you make a pretty good fucking living, bro. How about we man the fuck up and stop sucking our teeth and say, you know what? I'm not mad at you. That's how you conduct your program. I'll do mine my way. Why are you mad at that, coach? <laughs> you were down 16, dog. What were you going to do? Get the ball back and fucking score a 16-point touchdown with one second? I don't get it. How the fuck are you mad that they ran a fucking to keep a record? Like, that's their own program's fucking thing. You got, you're on record now for having the record put on your ass. <laughs> that's why you're motherfucking mad. Well, it's a you problem, dog. You got buyer's remorse now for the team you fucking selected, motherfucker. You don't have a good enough team to stop the run. How the fuck is it their problem? It's a you problem. Now, grow the fuck up, dog. You've been in the league 37 years, more than most people have been born. And now you're creating a a bunch of more soft motherfuckers now in the NFL. We already have targeting and soft-ass quarterback rules. God damn. Stop being so fucking soft, man. How about you man up and get better? Fuck. You guys are making fucking millions of dollars. Or bring your soft ass to Walmart, motherfucker, and serve me some fucking dinner. Soft motherfuckers, man. You motherfuckers are all soft. Briar's remorse is a real fucking thing, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, shit is crazy. Bitch and moan all you want, man. How about you stop the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Stop crying, man. It's like a broad, man. You fucking resonates... The, the shit resonates throughout the team, man, when the head motherfuckers sucking their teeth and crying. I'll throw headsets all day long in the game, in the heat of the battle, regarding certain shit. I'll be mad at my own guys all day long. You never see me throw a fucking ha- headset at the opposing motherfucking team because they beat my ass or that they ran up the shitter on me or that they fucking ran the clock out and ran the ball. Stop me, motherfucker. Shit. I don't know. Who am I, man? Just another motherfucking slap dick. Hey, I appreciate everybody coming. YouTube, I'll stay in and take some questions. I'm going to upload my podcast, but I appreciate you guys, and uh, it's always a pleasure, man. And I'll see you Friday on Pat McAfee's show, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 o'clock noon, on Pat's YouTube channel and on series Mad Dog Radio. Appreciate you. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Man, I'm just telling you.